Hi, I'm Marilyn and welcome to my Lead Your Day show. Casual chats, interviews with inspiring people and lots of teaching with an inside out approach to not just building your own business, but being the leader your world is absolutely a craving to follow. In a nutshell, I teach entrepreneurs to lead and that starts with leading your day. We've all got a different money story, haven't we? But you know what? They usually have similar themes. We think fear around money or a poor money mindset is a peculiar beast. But look, honestly, it's much the same as any other what we might call mindset issue. Now, I grew up in a household which in my very young days was very poor. My parents would tell me that there were times when we did not know what when we would eat next. And I remember them sharing stories when I was older about people leaving crates of groceries on the back door. But you've got to remember, my parents' parents and their parents came through the Great Depression. And there was a poverty mentality that was handed down to them. Now, not everyone that came out of the Depression has that mentality because for some people, it was an an amazing time of opportunity. It's interesting, isn't it? Now, I know my mum particularly really did come from abject poverty. She shared how occasionally they would have no money for shoes and she would have to walk home barefoot from school, like eight miles. Now, when I came out of university... I started making good money and I eventually married into a family that was financially very comfortable. But it's interesting. The person I married, I think, had some entitlement issues. And so he would dress and behave like a millionaire, even though we were far from it. I think he believed, we believed at that time, to dress like what you want to be. However, that doesn't always address the mindset that you've got or the belief systems that are buried there. Unfortunately, when we married, I gave up my money leadership and I let him control all our finances. And it wasn't always good. I remember one day him coming home with a BMW, not even telling me he was buying it, but he felt entitled to have that. He got to a certain age and he hadn't achieved that. So he bought a status symbol to represent a certain level of income. Now, after the breakdown of that marriage, it took me years to reclaim a healthy relationship with money. And there's obviously a problem for many of us around finances. Do you recognize yourself in any of these things? Perhaps you're the kind of person who has a poverty mindset. Do you flip from free course to free course to freebie to free download to webinar? And you're still not anywhere. Think back a year. Have you made progress with your business? If you've got a poverty mindset, you'll still be chasing the free instead of investing. Wealthy people invest in those things to make more money. Number two, do you make money easily but just lose it as fast? Some people have that. They can make money but they lose it very quickly. Or do you struggle to make it in the first place? Now, it doesn't really matter what the cause is. It's a mindset or a belief issue that can be healed and can be led in another direction. 
Now, money mindset issues are likely to be inherited from family and social culture. For example, women are not the breadwinners, and I've known women, myself included, to deliberately sabotage their successful business so that they would not earn more than their partners or than their father had. Who says that women can't be the breadwinner? And we've all heard statements like money doesn't grow on trees or we're not made of money. I grew up on a diet of those statements. And those things are likely to be influencing your relationship with money right now. One of the hidden or shadow sides of the money mindset is clarity around their offers. So I might look at someone's website or their offer or their product, their positioning, their message, and they just create noise. They're not clear. They're not clear about the benefits or that one thing that their wonderful product is going to give to people. And this is what's stopping you earning money. So it's hidden. You might think, oh, no, I'm okay with money. But no, there's something sabotaging the clarity from from which people could buy and it stops them buying. Now, I've experienced this. Part of my learning involved me selling a now high value program of mine for $29. I can't believe I did that. You know, what's really interesting is that I sold this course for $29 and I'd forgotten to upload the workbook that was attached to it. And even in the videos, I refer to the workbook, yet not one person emailed me to tell me of the error. And I looked at the stats and I discovered that no one who had purchased it for that price had ever opened the course and done it. Oh my gosh, this was a fantastic lesson for me. Yeah, I made, it, I made a little bit of money from that launch, but no one had watched it or got value from the content, partly because it was positioned incorrectly. I remember doing the same. I remember buying a $19 photography course that was meant to be on sale I've not even logged in once. However, if I'd spent 500 or 1000 or $2,000 on a program, you better believe I'll be in there doing it. Some people call money energy, but I think money's worth as well. It's value. It can also mean freedom or it can mean being trapped. It could be a goal or a tool. If I have money, then I know I can invest in myself, my family and my business. Money is not good or evil on its own. It's a resource. We personalize money and we probably shouldn't. We can turn your fear of money into resistance or a prison guard. But money just wants to serve you. But when you are letting it hold you back, you are doing yourself a disservice. Money is not a measure of your worth, yet we intrinsically link our worth to money. So what can we do about a money mindset if we don't think it's where it should be? Again, self-awareness. Be aware of how you're spending your money and what you're spending it on. And how does money make you feel? Look at your own energy around money. Are you generous, stingy? Do you zone out? How do you sabotage your money? Do you comfort spend? Is this a pattern of behavior of handed out habits? Do you know how much you made this month? Do you know how much you spent? Awareness of your money and developing good habits can help manage that mindset. As well as self-awareness, take action. Get a clear goal or aspiration or intention, whatever you like to call that word, about what you want to do or achieve with your money and feel the emotion that goes with that. 
Now, we set money goals and sometimes we feel a lack of emotion around them or we set them, but there's fear attached to them. When you have an elevated emotion around money, when you can raise your own energy around money and become thankful and happy and excited, money will come. Also, declutter. That's a great action to take. There is an energy released when you declutter. Some people find creating vision boards or mind movies really useful to increase your energy. And these are all action steps that you can take. Another area is to allow. Allow the money mindset to be there. Observe it. Sit with it. Ask it what it wants. A few years ago, I'd finished a very long-term contracting job and I'd started my online brand and it was just at the beginning stage. Then my mum died suddenly. and Financially, I was finding it really tough. Now, I was going to get a job and build my business on the side, but then I made a decision that I would sell mum's house and I would live off that until my business grew. Months went by. I remember being really panicked, but I stayed true to my trust in the unknown and money came through just in time when I needed it. But gosh, it was a tough lesson. It was a tough thing to trust and allow. And then lastly, lead your money. Why don't you take the leadership role with your money and stop being its victim? Next time you think of saying money doesn't grow on trees, think instead, no, I'm leading my money and we're going to work out a way to make it happen. Stop letting fear be the leader of your money. Fear is not the enemy. Remember, it's there to keep you safe, but you can change your relationship to it. If you're running a business, you have responsibility to make money. Hear me again? you're running a business, you have a responsibility to make money. And just because the world is going through a tough time does not mean you stop selling. In fact, you should sell more because entrepreneurs and business owners, we are going to lead our, we're going to lead the world out of recession. Otherwise, go back to making it just a hobby. If you put yourself into financial liability, it's going to affect your well-being. And you don't have to make an awful lot of money for you to start leading your money. Look, sometimes I believe there are seasons we go through in life that are teaching us things. So for me, I would not have the credibility I have now if I'd been earning six or seven figure sums in my business the first year. When we discover the stories behind how we got to where we are, we can relate to the people we are serving. People like to hear how we've got to where we have got and the struggles we've got to get there. So how can you reposition your relationship with money? Maybe sit down, explore, ask it some questions. And remember, you can lead your money. I'll see you tomorrow. Hey, can you do me a favor? I've got three things I'd love you to do. Number one, pause and hit subscribe right now. Then number two, share it with someone you know that needs to hear this. And number three, go and write me a review. Yeah, it's a bit of a hassle to go find what to do, but it's really worth it to get the message out. And then finally, set a goal to go for a daily walk and listen to this podcast. Because the faster we can share this message, the greater the benefits. Thanks for listening and I'll see you tomorrow.